Hey guys, I'm Karen. I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along. Episode number 57. Yes, we're back. I know we took a little bit of a break, but it doesn't mean we've taken a break completely out of the lifestyle. Just hell, life got fucking hectic. We, you know, we got remote learning and... No, life is crazy. (laughs) When you got kids and this is not your actual job, sometimes it's hard to make time for it. We haven't had a lot of... uh, kinky things to talk about anyway and we were trying to pull back a little bit on the just babbling episodes we did a few of those during covid <laughs> um listen i mean we got a lot of good feedback from it but there were a few haters of I'll it but that. whatever first of all our name's swinging along we're gonna have haters so yeah, yeah, yeah. just because i can't handle jersey feisty is not my fucking problem i'd actually like to give a shout out to the late the guy that gave us our last review his screen name was like a, I think it was like a Vernamo, Vernamo or something. Yeah. I actually appreciate that you weren't like a dick. You, you don't like it. And you're, we're not for everyone, but you yeah. were nice about it. He was nice. He didn't. He basically just said we were I not. We were good, not good. There's good and bad. And we're the latter. And this is definitely <laughs> bad. <laughs> we're not good to him, and that's fine. We're not everybody's that's cup not, of but tea. Like, but you, that is he what didn't I'm go fine to, with. He, he didn't go, go to insulting. Or how we look. Exactly. Or call us disgusting. So Constructive listen. criticism. Exactly. But because he thinks we're bad, he probably won't listen to us again. But you never know. So well, Thanks but, for <laughs> listening once, bro. Appreciate it. Exactly. Thank you. But yeah, so we actually have, uh, we are recording two actual podcast episodes today so it'll make up for the fact that we haven't podcasted in about a month and a half maybe two months now but something like that i think um, it was in july we've had a lot of topics but i have been working my butt off like crazy especially gearing up for something i cannot wait to announce for but i am not announcing it until you guys will all see it probably follow us on twitter or anything i will announce it the day of that way there's no, you know, in case something happens and prevents it, I don't have to do the whole like, hey, whatever. But there's something huge happening with my career and I can't wait to announce it. So Everyone, fingers crossed. Just don't hold your breath because we don't want you all to die. Yeah. But uh, it, it's coming. It's got that. That was a little bit of an insult. No, I mean, because it's probably still a month away from announcing it. That's what I meant. Oh, well, yeah, November. But yeah. So sorry, anyway, I, I know here. anyway. So. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, women in the lifestyle, men in the lifestyle, <laughs> boyfriends, all that good stuff. Uh, but I think we're going to talk about the first thing we were going to bring up was how you were decided. I think we told people you were going to look for a couple for your first ever couple play. Yes. But also you were, you were getting back into that single men, man game and maybe looking for a companion, a partner. Yes. That ain't so, me. <laughs> that is not you. No. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm, I'm going to try to keep my thoughts on this page because I know what we're talking about next episode. And I, I might throw some hints, but I don't want to, like, dabble into that yet because that's what the next episode is for. But. Oh, by yes. the way, not to cut you off. Uh, we're just taking shots of our drink today. <gasps> oh, yes. The so, wife has a nice Pinot. I, yes. Uh, I have actually taken my, because of what is possibly happening in November, I have taken my, my lifestyle uh, change in terms of like my weight loss uh, up a notch plus quarantine kind of fucked with it a little bit but um, also it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't help the situation that we went out yesterday for happy hour with our favorite happy hour guys we made these new group of friends it's an older gentleman and they love us and we go there and we were helping the one young kid that's right we um, gave him free relationship gave advice him free relationship advice to, for his date um, but they rewarded us with 
uh, free drinks. <laughs> like literally, we had and they put the little shot glass down for each free drink. <laughs> yes, and we both had three each. Yeah, so um, it was like they were trying to one up each other. Not taking shots today because no. it's just not. But I will take a sip out of my lovely. 10 year anniversary gift that you got me engraved of this wine glass and yes i'm a i'm a wine i'm a wine whore so cheers to you babe cheers babe but yeah so why don't you tell the listeners how your search for uh, a possible boyfriend or maybe even a couple is going well i've already started the search for a couple but the problem is is that i'm doing exactly what i used to do in the beginning of the search for single men i'm judging couples based on how we would treat a couple Okay, I obviously everyone knows that we have played with I'm I'm sorry how we would treat a single woman. Um, we've played with plenty of women. Uh, oh, everyone remembers Kay and stuff like that. We I treat get, them like gold. I get what you're saying. You would want to be treated the way we would treat one uh, a unicorn. Yes. Now I'm not asking like what we do where we like spoil the hell out of them. We pick up the bill and stuff like that when we take them out. I'm looking for more so where I don't want to feel like an object. In a sense, and I also feel like if I'm going to be with a couple, I want the the wife to also want to be with me. Like, isn't that the whole point of the couple looking for the unicorn? Like, that's what it is with us. But so I've already started to search. I have chatted with a few couples. I've had to turn down a few couples because the wife just seemed very hesitant. And I guess because I'm kind of a seasoned swinger in this in this area. I don't need any drama. I don't want to run into a situation where we're in the bedroom and the wife all of a sudden doesn't want to do anything. Or maybe she blames me because her husband comes with me and not her. Like, these are all thoughts that went through our head when we started doing that stuff. You also uh, ran into a couple with a very not so uh, normal wife. I don't say normal. Never mind. She was a little psychotic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yes, yes. So we all, did we talk about that on the last episode? I don't remember. I don't remember when we did our last well, episode. Actually, we, I can of, see it right here. Uh, no, I don't think so. So right when the flyers, so this is what, in August, July? It was August. August. We went to um, Xfinity Live. Um, to. I'm, I'm just going to regroup it anyway in case I did talk about it. We went to Xfinity Live. There was an issue because obviously with COVID, even though it was outdoors, you had to have a reservation. I pretty much flirted our way into them making us a table. The guy was very nice and he loved, like we were having a nice conversation. So he was a manager. He made us a table. He, but he loved he, something you were wearing. Uh, no, I made the comment about, oh. I can't wait until it's cooler weather. I don't like drinking in, in hot weather. And I was dressed like very hookerish because I was I thought it was me and that couple. Maybe it was the boots. I don't know. Something. Yeah, he, well, he made the comment of, I don't like to sweat out my beer. And I was like, yes. I said, there's nothing better than sitting you, by you, a fire with a hoodie on. You guys definitely bonded. Yes. He was really, really cute. So anyway, um, long story short, I texted the couple because the table that they gave us was literally just big enough for you and I. And the, the wife went psycho on me because I understand they... They got a babysitter and stuff like that. And I trust me, I understand sometimes the process in doing that. However, I, you know, they lived in Philly. I would have thought that they would have, they would have known how it was, how it was in Philly. But I got it. I did profusely apologize. But then she called me a cunt. 
which we all know doesn't bother me. But, you know, she it's the fact, I guess, she was trying to be attractive towards me and basically she said, trying to like good make luck you on feel... your wannabe porn career and basically belittled me. Yeah. And when I didn't like even crap. cancel. Exactly. So, like, how are we supposed to know you need a reservation? That was the first time we went there during the whole COVID experience. You don't, in our area, you do not need reservations for any of our outdoor dining. So I didn't know since it was outdoor that I was going to need reservations. Exactly. And Spending Live is huge. So I just, I don't know. I just. I figured it was first come, first serve. I, and I even said my bad. Like, I took full responsibility for it. But anyway. And they just kept, like, beating down your throat. Like, why can't we come? Why can't we come to your table? First off, the whole point of this meet was I was not going to be at the table with you. You were going to go spend some time with them while I just hung out with some other fans and watched the game. Yeah. It was kind of like a little cuck was, thing that we were going to do where it wasn't really a cuck and, thing. But like and it was a, a perfect meet and greet. You weren't going to play with them that night anyway. No, exactly. And I think that's what it is. I think they had it in their head like, oh, we're going to. Uh, because we listen, we all know how hard it is to find that third female. We do. So they probably had it in their head like, oh, yeah, we're going to. We could finally uh, have that threesome. We're going to fuck her. She's hot. Yada, yada. Well, I should have known it was going to kind of be a little bit of a, of a disaster when the they originally wanted me to come to their house like that night that we started talking just talking and they were like oh well we have a bar in our in our basement and stuff like that i'm very i'm gonna i'm putting this out there right now i am not the type of person to go to someone's house when i've never met them first don't, don't worry baby i got you <laughs> locked down on life 360 or whatever it's called <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is like i'm not big on that i'm big on i like to meet for cocktails Let's me or you know like let's see meet. if we vibe. Yeah, you guys may look. I don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation, whether it's with a couple or a single male, where I'm in your house, where you know everything that you have in your house and how to, all the exits, emergency exits. And I don't. <laughs> okay, so like it, it's. No, I just think it's. I don't think it's. I think that's why I like hotel play. You know what I mean? Because you have your people on either side of you. Neutral territory. It's neutral territory. Um, I love. Obviously, club play. I love, you know, takeover plays, which is the hotel. But I'm not trying to deter people from the lifestyle because obviously the lifestyle is somewhat about chance anyway. But so is just dating in general. Like if you're a single female or a male and you meet a girl or a guy out there or whatever and you like you vibe, you guys meet for drinks, you maybe go to dinner. Uh, at some point, you're going to go back to their place or they'll come back to your place. Right. And you could still be walking into some like fucking id channel horror thing where they have yeah, a dungeon in the basement I watch the id channel all the time but i mean it's just I, I, listen we go to people's houses that we know others other pe- people but <laughs> other people in the lifestyle that would that happen if but you got to vibe first you got to meet a few times get to know each other is this what it's like and see if you're feeling it like is this what it feels like what when i interrupt you yeah am i interrupting you yeah Oh, oh well. <laughs> no, and anyway, well, my last point to that is, uh, I'm just, I'm just, um, no, I forgot my last point. Good job, Sorry. But so anyway, to kind of bring it back, I have been chatting with other couples, but I'm very hesitant with the couples where the wife is hesitant and the, the husband does all the talking. I just want it to be a mutual thing between all parties. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for. You know, both the husband and the wife to tell me exactly what they want. You know, have they done this before? And I'm all right with being with um, first timers. I truly am. I want to know, though, everything that they're looking for. What are their expectations? What are your rules? Like, I want to talk to the wife and be like, listen, you I've, I've been in this lifestyle for six years now. I've been on your end of this where I was the wife and we had a third party and that third party was a female. 
are you having any insecurities about anything? Is there something you don't want me to do or do do? You know what I mean? Like, just tell me about it. Maybe I'm being a little too over analytical. No, you're on not. it, but I just know that if I'm going to be away and I'm going to be a unicorn for a couple, let's go out and let's have some drinks. I'm not even expecting the couple to pay for my drinks. Let's go out. Let's have some drinks. Let's let's meet. Let's flirt. Let's you know. Let's let's have people kind of look at us a little bit. And be like, oh, what's going? Like they're all like real flirty with each other, and, and it's three of them, you know. We definitely had people staring. We went out with B. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, I just feel that the search is going well, but it's also it's also COVID. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people are like, well, we just want to talk now because we're not playing yet for for safety reasons, and I totally get that, you know. Um, it's just the fact that. I was hoping the minute I announced that I was going to be a unicorn, I would have like way more couples in my inbox that knew what they were doing or what they wanted. And it's the complete opposite. I have so many newer couples, but they don't even know what they're doing. So it's taking a lot of time. And I get that. It can be part of the fun. But I guess for me, and this is going to sound so bad, it's so repetitive for me now. It's the same questions I'm asking the couples. It's the same thing. There's no fun, intriguedness for it because these are all new couples who are like, oh, my God. Like when I put it out on Cassidy and stuff, I had couples reach out. I was like, oh, my gosh, Karen, I can't believe you finally decided that you want to be a unicorn. And what attracts them to me is that I'm experienced. You know, and I'm a very sexual person. I'm I'm truly bisexual. If your wife wants to know what it's like for another woman to go down on her, I'm going to go down on her. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, listening. I'm just I'm just I saying don't. that I feel like it's kind of taking the sexy. It's different when you're talking to single guys compared to I feel like I'm having the same conversation with every couple. Well, I know, but it's got it's something that has to be. But you can find a way to get through it quicker and then move on to the sexy talk. But I don't want to do that. I don't want it to be rushed. Well, no, you can rush the questions in a sense of uh, maybe weed out some questions that quite aren't as important. Possibly. They're my questions. Or, Every question's important. Okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> or possibly just like uh, downsize them a little in a way. Yeah. And whatnot. Because remember, you also, and I always say this, and I always had this problem when I would be on like a dating app and I would look for, was looking for a, a female. And I would put my profile like the bare minimum and they would always come back with like, oh, you didn't take much time to write your profile, did you? And I'm thinking, well, if I write everything about me in my profile, what the fuck are we going to talk oh, about? Oh, yeah. I never agreed with that shit. Like, I'm not going to put everything. Let's or when people are te- – when they message you and they go, tell me about yourself and they're asking you a million questions about yourself. And I go, what are we going to talk about at dinner or e- drink? Exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's the same thing you can go with for the most part. I think you just need to get like the very – bare nature questions in there that make you like make sure you're intrigued and let's be honest no offense and it's not offense to you or anybody else most people swipe right because of how you look so i don't need to write a whole freaking paragraph well, in my this profile isn't necessarily just the swiping of the right apps this is actual like at like you the know, same difference they're gonna no, message you based on how you look no i know and, and i'm very flattered because i've gotten so many couples like i said it's either just the husband is talking and it makes me uncomfortable because then I, I'm wondering. I don't know he, why they can't hop in a kick chat and verify. I am in a kick chat with a lot of them. Oh. But the wife doesn't really chat. And you know what? It, it, here's the thing. It makes me wonder. I'm not necessarily wondering if it's a guy that's just floating in and out, you know, pretending to be two people. It's more so I wonder if the wife just is monitoring the chat, but she really doesn't know she wants to do this. 
and the husband Well, then you is just have to her. be blunt and ask right then and there in the well, chat. I have. And the wife needs to answer, not the husband for I her. I know, I know, I have before, but it's like, I know how active we both are, and when we're not, like, if I'm not active in the kick, I usually send out, like, a thing, like, active. hey, guys, I'm... Well, we've been in group chats with some couples. No, I just wasted a week of my life. Well, no, I'm saying, like, with us, I'll put out a disclaimer. Hey, guys, I'm... Um, Chris will probably be more chatty than me today. I have a lot of work to do, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll catch up tonight, and so sorry, yada, yada. Like, that is what I think the respectful thing to do. I we, don't know. You know what? Other just, couples that are listening to us right now, if you wanted a unicorn, wouldn't you want a unicorn to ask these questions? Do they think I'm being too invasive? Then, this is my then, experience then also. it's not worth your time at that point, and it's no offense to them, but you got to make sure you're comfortable with what exactly. you're doing, and your comfort level is based around these questions you ask. And let me tell you something: not one of these. <laughs> I love couples... that you have your finger up right now, like anybody Sorry. can say it, but me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so Italian. not one of these, and I keep trying to put it down. <laughs> not one of these couples has asked me, and I'm even re- referencing the very nice couples. Not one couple has asked me what my rules are, what my limitations are, what am I into, what do I enjoy. And that is the problem. I think more women would be unicorns if couples didn't treat them as objects. And no, I'm not referencing to, what was it, many, many months ago where people said I hate the term unicorn hunting because it's objectifying it. No, it's a term that's like you're seeking out treasure. And I'm a fucking treasure, okay? I'm awesome. <laughs> Slide but, it out there for everybody. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, I just feel like couple, like couples, don't you want your unicorn to feel comfortable? And why are we not putting the efforts into unicorns? And it makes me think back to, yeah, we treated K and B really well, but other girls that we, we kind of had, did we treat them to the fullest like possibility of like princesses? Absolutely. Okay, I just want to make sure. Like, it makes you second guess a little bit. No, absolutely. We always we first off, uh, there were multiple occasions with multiple women that we picked up the bill. Well, um, you can't I always bring personally it about money. Y- yes, you can. No, because you're taking care of them. Well, you're showing the appreciation, and it's like a date. Like we're taking her out. We're essentially the guy. And yeah, I'm about to go you old. Better school be fashion. gentle with those flashes. I just saw that it almost hit your computer. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think that's a big part of it. It's like it shows that we're truly interested in you, in a girlfriend type manner, and that's why we're happy to pay for your your drinks or your food and whatnot. Just like I was happy to drop drive the one back to her car in the morning hung over as a motherfucker take the money aspect out of it we also i do and i'm thinking about we do also spoil where like even i i woke up and made you and the other one breakfast i know i'm saying like talking wise and conversating i do think we include them and ask them what they enjoy and what they want like even when we go out we're like what are you looking for what do you like now obviously i'm and this is just my personality where i'm starting to slowly i feel like get out of uh, a lot of times you do more of the talking, but that's your personality. You're a talkative person, and you're inquisitive, 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 whatever. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm sure I'll hear about that one. But uh, you, I think it's inquisitical. You're inquisitical because you like to know things. So you'll ask questions, blah blah blah, like kind of what you're doing with the couples right now, right? And whatever. So I do feel like we do involve them in the conversation. You're big to do it. Like you make it all about them. Yeah. More so than me and you because you want them to feel comfortable. And it's not like 
it's kind of your way of like thanking him in a way. It's weird to say that, but you're like thanking him for like coming out with us because like it's not easy to find women to go out with a couple. Yeah. And whatnot. But I hear that. I'm, it sounds like a circus kind of going though. It's good that you got a bunch of responses. I do. Can't I, wait till we venture down this road. It's going to be hot as fuck. And I know. I'm already turned on thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, you dating, you uh, had a date uh, a couple weeks back. I did. Um, it's a prospective uh, pl- play partner that will eventually transition into a boyfriend. He is super nice and dun dun dun. We're gonna we're gonna keep him very he's discreet, very we're, though, we're because very, he's discreet. I've never been intimidated by anybody, and this guy is actually very famous in our area. Um, did not. I mean, I when I was chatting with him, I kept thinking, man, his name sounds familiar. And, I mean, the guy is super big um, business-wise in this area. Like, he's not an actor or anything like that. But he has a very popular YouTube channel that's growing. He's got, like, 100,000 followers on Instagram. I was intimidated as fuck, okay? And I don't get that way. But I will say he's very, very discreet right now because he is building multiple brands and businesses. And we understand that. And he has been very nice. He texts me probably once or twice a day but he's and that's with him being away right now he's away filming um he does um he films like instagram models too like he does the photography and all with his with his friend of his or whatnot um so even with him being away he reaches out to me almost every day we chat for a little bit and then he goes back to work and of course i'm doing my thing but no i went on a date with this guy who um i met ironically on facebook dating and <laughs> <laughs> he was super nice, we, super respectful, but guess, dun, 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 right? Does not drink alcohol at all. Yeah. But was very happy to watch me <laughs> drink my wine um, and whatnot. And I felt like an ass because I didn't really ask that question. And I had like, you know, I was I basically told the waitress, hey, when he gets here, can you bring us over to tequila shots, you know, to, you know, I something that I just kind of do on dates and whatnot. And she brought them over and I forgot. And he was like, so I don't I don't drink. He goes, so I don't drink. I'm sorry. You OK, over there. I know you're adjusting your seat. My apologies. It's OK. Um, and whatnot. But yeah, it sounds like. Uh... So he goes anyway. So um, we had a really nice dinner. Um, we chatted. He's very experienced in the lifestyle. He actually was a throuple with a uh, lesbian couple that he says. Oh. Yes. I um, mean, if you're going to aim high. Well, because. That's aiming fucking The one high. woman in the relationship was actually bisexual. One was completely, you know, lesbian. It, so it was her way of letting her partner. Yes have enjoyment in something she liked right and he said that he actually fell in love like they both fell in love with each other and he even fell in love with you know the other partner because they just grew so close with one another even though he never once physically touched the other one you know he said this whole thing but then um what happens a lot of times with throuples is sometimes people are fighting for attention or someone thinks that you love someone more than the other person. And he said that's essentially what ended up happening. And he goes, ironically, not with the lesbian to the bisexual, but she was like the bisexual was getting upset thinking that the lesbian was now turning bisexual and wanted him for. That- Listen, this was a <laughs> most intriguing conversation that I had with like with someone in a very long time. But he's super awesome, super nice. Um, we made out. 
And I will tell you, I mean, I know we played like in Atlantic, or I played in Atlantic City and all like that. It still runs through your head when you do stuff like that during these times. Like I'm making out with a complete stranger, but I got to go put my mask on to go to the bathroom. You know, should I be doing this? But, you know, um, it's it's a choice I made. I was going to make a political joke, but I won't. Don't don't bring politics and swing it along. But, uh, you know, so he's been super awesome, super nice. Um, and I look forward to he gets back next week. So we're planning already what we're going to be doing. And he's like, I cannot wait to take you out again. And he said, I would love to cook you dinner in my place. I'm very comfortable going to his place. He's told me where he lives in the, in the area, and I've met him. So I'm very comfortable going over and having dinner at his place. Yeah, and there's this great thing. It's called, A, find my iPhone, <laughs> and, B, when you get there, you're going to verify his address because <laughs> if I don't hear from you, the SWAT team is going to be pouring down on that address. <laughs> so I understand that, but that's what I'm saying. I've met him. We've chatted. We've been talking. We've established that connection. And I understand anything can happen no matter what. Yeah, sure. A psycho killer can take you out three times before they. It could happen if you were single dating a guy anyway. It's my personal preference. And that's something I don't budge on. So when people are all like, how come? Like, I'm on FetLife right now. Oh, dear God. FetLife is just the absolute worst. But that's for the next episode where you can tell some horror stories. I will. But, uh, well, speaking of that. It's yes. a good segue here. Oh, good. So it sounds like you found a guy that could be a play partner, possibly, and maybe a boyfriend. Well, I did. I told him that that's what I'm looking for. And he said, okay. And um, he was like, are you looking into, like, separate play or with your, your husband? And I said, I'm in. I'm into playing. Like, I'm into an MFM, of course. And I said, but here's the thing. I would love for us to get into that close relationship that, like, he's a football fan. Why don't you come over and watch football with my husband and I or meet us at the bar and I get to sit in between the I'll, both I'll of know what happened if you guys disappear during the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, the segue with that is uh, talking about that. Wh- how, what are your thoughts on sleeping out when you're in a open poly marriage? What's the comfort level? I'm always torn on this one. Well, let's tell our <laughs> listeners. Uh, obviously I slept out with John, (laughs) but I I think I even said in that episode, I couldn't get home that hour drive home to you. I couldn't get back. I couldn't get home to you fast enough. I understand that only because you are my absolute best friend. I've slept in the same bed with you for 11 years. This bed, hotel beds, a cruise bed, like all types of different beds. I've slept. I've slept we slept on the floor one time together. Well, well, let me counter it real quick. What? Uh, you slept out two or three days in, in Edison. You weren't in bed with anyone, but you weren't in bed with me. Well, that's work purposes. I understand that, but is it really that much different if we're not in the same bed anyway? It's not, but I guess because when I know you're in the bed with me and I know that we're like cuddling... And I know we have a certain routine in the morning. We kind of wake up around the same time as each other and we'll check our phone like for what time it is. And I'll check to make sure I don't have any like urgent no, we check emails they, or messages. Got kids in school. But like as that. we're doing that, we start to leg cuddle. We put our legs on top of each other while we're looking at our phones and then we'll put our phones down and I'll kind of like crunch up into you. And even if your back is kind of turned, even though we're leg cuddling, I'll cuddle you or you'll come up and you'll, you know, cuddle my ass with yourself and 
we kind of like lay there and we chat and we you kiss me on my neck and I kiss you on your cheek. Like I this is a whole play by play I'm giving you because this is a legit I, I completely daily under, routine. I completely understand. <laughs> So but in do, Edison, you were not able to do that anyway. That's all. That's all my devil's advocate is. I will tell you that. But then what happened on like the the third night into the final day, I even Facetimed you because I Facetimed you every night, and I said, and I was with I was with Selena. Selena and I were having a great time, you know. But I it, said I was getting a little homesick. Well, I, I will say though, it, even if it ever happened, which you actually kind of planned for it, I think like last week with this guy, possibly if you hit it off. Well, yeah, I mean, I am going to go to his house. Yeah, and that's a nice drive, so we'll see. But uh, No, I know. I think the whole point of it was that... Um, What's with me finding these guys that are an hour and a half I, away? Yeah. Can, we, can we get some local boys near yeah. me? Like, let's go. <laughs> I think the whole... Because it, it, it came up in my head with two different things. A, it'll never be like Edison because it'll never be more than one night. So you won't get homesick like that. Right. You know what I mean? So that's a difference. And B made me think about when, um, with B, when she asked me to come over that night, it would have been a very similar situation. True. And how would you have felt if well, I came home at like 6 a.m., well, 7 a.m.? So, so there is something hot about sleeping out that I didn't get to. There is something hot about if a guy and I wake up together and maybe he makes me breakfast or makes me coffee and, you know, obviously we're naked or half naked because if I'm sleeping over, we definitely played. You know what I mean? I hope so. And, that would be a waste but of a then, sleepover. But then, like, right before I'm getting ready to maybe get myself together to leave, we play again and I come home to you, like, legit freshly fucked. I'm not arguing And then I that. go, all right, baby. Either I can get in the shower now or you can have your sloppy seconds now. Oh, I always choose sloppy seconds. I know, but isn't that hot? Like, that's yeah, what I love. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, I so think, you are pro sleeping out. I am I would pro. say I'm let's not make I a have, super crazy habit of it. No, I, I've Here said, and there is fine. I, I just have moments of where I have to. I pretty much tell myself, like, it's not fair to their partner, too. If I'm telling them I want a boyfriend or I want a girlfriend. At, that's outside of this relationship. It's not necessarily like Polly were there with both of us. And you you're know? telling him it's going to be a real I'm thing. I'm telling him it's going to be a real thing. And I'm expecting him or her to treat me that way. Me saying, sorry, baby, you're not good enough to sleep over. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. Now, so, the, the only difference with that is unless it's a, a girlfriend for us, then you would always have to sleep there because we don't exactly have a spare bedroom. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so I um, hope they have a house and they don't live in mom's basement. <laughs> exactly. So no, I'm pro it, and I do think I do think the people in this lifestyle, if you're going to go down that route, you ha this is a conversation that people probably don't think to have. Oh my God, what happens if my wife has a boyfriend and she sleeps over? She doesn't just go over. You know, we're talking me going at his house between six, seven o'clock at night, him making me dinner, me having a couple glasses of wine. And maybe I don't want to take that hour and a half drive back at 2 a.m. You know what I mean? Um, so I stay till the next morning. You know, these are things that I think couples tend to forget can come up. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm OK with it. Most partly a because I find it hot. Um, I find you having a boyfriend hot um, and whatnot. So. so I married the best. <laughs> like, what husband lets me have a boyfriend? You know, you, you and whatnot. Be a really secure man. And so. I also <laughs> feel like, and this is not, this is partly selfish, but it's not really selfish. You're not going to be sleeping there all the time. So the no. one, one, the once or twice, maybe a month, you do do it. 
I know you're doing it, and you're going to get probably some good dick. I know. So it's hot for me as well. It's also, like so I say, it's partly selfish, but is it not, it's not really selfish. Do now. you know how I also knew he was very experienced in the lifestyle? Because he even talked about, like, STD testing, and he talked about once we... Once we decide to go down this path of being like each other, cheers. Once cheers, we, baby. Once we decide to go down this path of being boyfriend, girlfriend in this open in, as part of your open marriage, I would expect you to tell me if you and your husband go and swing with other people and you've had unprotected sex or something or, you know, just to which keep me up. Which we never Which we don't. And do. I'm like, and I told him that. We had a said, couple slips, but I, we've been good since then. But so. he said, though, also, I will do the same for you because he's not fully committed to me. He's available to go out with girls. Exactly. If he has sex with someone, if it's been two weeks since me and him saw each other and he was with three girls, even if he used protection, I'd want him to tell me I was with three girls because I want to know. I want to yeah, know what I'm being exposed to here. You know, what's going on? Okay. Well, did you use a condom? And hopefully someone that's in that lifestyle like you do, they would get regularly tested anyway. Yeah. If they're sleeping with multiple people. Right. Sadly, in my end of the woods here, I am not having the best luck. So I've only slept with you for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm good. But uh, that brings me up to uh, remember when we went out and I was talking to that girl who knew I was married and everything. Obviously, we're always open to not for everybody. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. And uh, so we were at the bar, and it was, I think it was that very first football game, when the bar got a little crowded. We were a little uncomfortable, but... Oh, I, yeah. Remember I showed you that uh, she sent me a picture of a box that she got and a package that she got? Oh, yeah. And Some girl that you you met her, um, like, through an online thing, and she gave you her yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, no, it was through, I think, Bumble or whatever. Was it her Snapchat or something she gave no, you? No, she gave me oh, her phone taxi. number. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay. And, you know, we're ch- we chatted for, like, days and days yeah. and days, and all of a sudden she's like, hey, uh... Here, guess what's in this package? And we, we played a little game. I was showing you the text messages because yeah. you were kind of playing along with us. And next thing you know, she sends me a picture of it, and it ended up being a vibrator. Right. I don't know if I told you this story, but that girl ghosted me. You did tell me because I followed up, and you were like, I made a comment about her vibrator, and it wasn't even like an inappropriate. First of all, you're good. If you're showing, sorry, if you're showing a dude a vibrator, you're opening up for an inappropriate comment anyway. Just like if I send a dude a picture of my tits or something, I'm I'm opening up them to say, oh baby, I just want to lick and suck those pierced nipples, which I don't know if our listeners know. I hope they are re-pierced. They are re-pierced. Yes. They are doing very well. We are going to hold off on the slut dangly <laughs> ones for a little while, though. We are holding off on changing them. I will be getting them again, but we will hold off on putting them in. Do not try to climb up on this desk. We do have a little uh, guest with us, though, but <laughs> she's mute. Yeah, she's not loud like the other one. <laughs> she's our kitty cat, Cherry, and she's been laying on the bed, and now she's like, what are you guys doing? No, um, but yeah, so yeah. like, okay, so if you're going to go to the length. You, you were clearly interested. You would feel like in a guy if you're going to say, hey, listen, I just got a wink, wink vibrator. You're opening up. And the, but my whole point of my statement was you didn't even say anything inappropriate. You said something really witty. And I can't remember what it was, but I remember looking at you going because we were at the bar. And I said, that was fucking clever as shit and respectful at the same time. Like, I was like, that was pretty awesome. And the next thing you know, she didn't even respond back. She she like never responded i think you sent like one or two follow-up text messages and she never responded so it's like why did you choose to send a picture of a vibrator to a man that you already knew he was married he's looking for fun he's open you know blah blah blah. why did you send that picture 
is it because my husband wasn't a douchebag and sent you like a, oh, baby, I got a better thing that can stick inside you. <laughs> <laughs> who says that? Well, I, I mean, if I was a dude, Never I mind. Like, We're going to hear probably about what, who says that. <laughs> so I already, I, already, I already know the answer to that but question. But I would have made a great dude. It just made no, it made no sense in the fact that like you were clearly interested and you were okay with my profile, which I, I put in there that I'm married and I'm in an open poly marriage. Because yeah, she and, unfriended you on Bumble, too. Yeah. And you're like, you're clearly were okay with that. You had no problem chatting and flirting with me for days. I'm talking four days. or five. Days. Nonstop. Yep. Most of the day until we would fall asleep in a way. Yeah. And then you, I feel like you took it to another level, which is great. It made it feel like, okay, now we're on that next step where you can be a little sexually flirty. Not over the top. You don't want to be a creep, but you could be a little sexually flirty. Like, I would love to lay naked in bed with you or whatever. I can't wait to feel your body. Things like that. Yeah. Simple little things. Well, there was a girl. There was another girl. We got to tell this story that ghost. She, she, I think you, it wasn't even on the phone number. You were talking to her on Bumble and she unfriended you when she asked you, mm. what are you doing? And I said, just laying in bed. You didn't say you were naked. Yes. You didn't say anything. And she just, you know, I, unfriended you. I, I and was, was just like, being honest. She was like, what are you doing? I'm like laying in bed still. Dude, today I got a kick message from someone off of one of my I'm dating sorry, sites. I did say something inappropriate. I said it'd be great if you were here cuddling. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I got a picture. The first, the dude asked me for my kick, and I gave it to him, and he literally turned around his first. It wasn't even like a high. It was it was like a, my morning would be a better start if you were on top of this, and he was laying naked, and his dick was hard. I mean, his nice dick. I mean, it's, I, not, a bad girls, way, it's not a bad way to start the morning, I guess. not. And listen, to all you women out there who hate dick pics, Why? Do you like getting dick? Why Listen, do you not like seeing that? It is that? some of the best conversations we have when we're like slightly buzzed. <laughs> and you're like, hey, babe, look at this one. What do you think? I, one, one to ten. <laughs> I and love dick pics. I mean, we're sitting there rating them. <laughs> like on my on my premium snap and on my OnlyFans, I do free dick rating. So that's one of the first things that people want when they sign up for it, right? And people, I've actually gotten the question, do you enjoy getting, and also my Snapchat is a no rule, so you can send me your dick pic, whatever. And I actually got a question on this. I said, do you actually enjoy looking at the dicks? I said, most of them. Some of them scare me. I, I think that's my favorite part. What? Um, I, 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 it's a combination when you show me. Like, you'll, you're constantly like, hey, babe, look what I just got. Yeah. And it's either like, I'm like, as a submissive cuck. I'm like, wow, that's impressive, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's that real? Some of them I look at, I'm going, I don't know if that's going to fit. And then the room. other part are, <laughs> and this, I apologize to anybody that might have this problem. Some of them you look like, and you you look at, and you're a little terrified. How's that possible? Like the one dick <laughs> and not pic, in a good way. The one dick pic I got from someone, he had legit something was on his dick, and I almost wanted to. I'd be like pimples or something. No, I don't. And I get it. That's fine. I've I've gotten ingrown hairs on my pussy that look Absolutely. like a pimple, but it's from shaving. Here's the thing. I but I'm torn because I also feel like I want to. And I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor in sex or anything like that. But I I do feel I have enough knowledge to maybe give someone a little bit of a heads up. I almost want it to be like about sexual health and be like, hey, look. I don't know if you're having unprotected sex. Like I want to almost help that person, but then I was torn because. What if it wasn't something sexual related? What if it was just something like that? But listen. I, anytime you say I'm not a doctor, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Any advice we give is free. We are not doctors. 
and you are not. Oh, honey, um, I certain podcast was about to get blown out of the water because guess what? I spent all day yesterday, well, part of my day when I was doing all my catching up, I found a way to host webinars and all these bitches that are charging for it. Mines are going to be free. I would rather. I'd love help. to host a free webinar for couples. Or I would. I'd rather help single men be fucking better in the lifestyle for free. Same. I'd be a great single man because coach. Because it would literally benefit the lifestyle. So hey, this sing- is why we have affiliations. Because you know what? Look, you want to pay for Cassidy. Pay for Cassie. It helps us out. You want to, you know, pay and and do some things on buy some Adam and Eve shit. Do we get a portion of the commission? Absolutely. You really want to help us out with new equipment? Like when you want to bitch about our sound or whatever? I'll give you my cash app. <laughs> I mean, I hope our sound's all right. I no, just, we too. I'm talking, I honestly, about way, I'm talking about before we got mics and people were like, listen, listen my birthday is coming up. I'm just saying in a month and a half. So you want to support uh, I'm just saying like- when you bring up the whole doctor thing, I just want to put the disclaimer out there. We are not dice doctors. We are not licensed. We are here to give you happy free advice that you're willing to take or not take, but we are not to blame if you do not do well with it. Exactly. Simple as that. Actually, if you don't do well with it, can you please send me an email and tell me what happened? Because I actually love this stuff. Honestly, we we gave out uh, some dating advice yesterday at the bar, and we got six drinks out of it. That's the best payment. And we got a date. I was like, we're winning. That is the best payment ever. (laughs) (laughs) But But yeah, no. So uh, back to the whole thing. I don't understand why women don't like dick pics. I don't. And... I don't know. I feel like I love dick so much, and maybe this is why I am a slut. If I, if I, if I constantly want to have a dick in my mouth, in my ass, or in my pussy, I have to be able to look at the dick. I would hate for someone if I sent a shot of my pussy to someone, them being like, "Oh my god, this is disgusting! Don't send me pussy." You pictures. have a very nice pussy, but no, the way. no. I'm saying like that's how girls react to dick pics. They call it disgusting, even if it is a nice. Dick. I don't understand it. It's just a dick. This is the people I'm getting a, to me right now. I'm a, I'm a guy, and I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. I mean, I know we're going to talk about the other part anyway in the next episode. I guess because but... mine technically aren't unsolicited because I give you permission. But even if I listen, the guy I was talking to on Kick already knew what I was. If I if I liked him, what listen, I'd be working with. If a guy sends you a dick pic and you don't really want the dick pic, here's a great thing. It's called the delete button. It is, or it's called why don't you politely explain to him instead of being a bitch or or a cunt to them. Oh, my God. How dare you send this to me? Why don't you take the time to educate them? Hey, listen, while you have a very nice penis, I don't really appreciate getting these as my first picture when I don't know you. That's not me. That's not what I'm into. Um, You know, not saying that I'm a prude or that I'm not looking to ever get a picture of your dick. But we've never even met in person. I don't even know your name. You know, so that type of thing. Like, be nice about it. If they continue to do it or they continue to violate what you're asking, then you, then you then, block. Then, but you know what? Then if they continue to do it, feel free to lash out at them a little well, that, bit yes. and then block them. Pull a Karen and not the fucking Karen memes that are out there, which, by the way, I'm officially changing my name to Danielle. Yes. Now this is uh, you got to start <laughs> saying Danielle on the podcast now. <laughs> I can't. Hey, guys. This is, I'm Danielle. No. Uh, welcome I back just, to Swinging Along. No, it doesn't even sound right in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about, you know the girl I was just talking to. Um, oh, now the this girl one, where it sadly ended yesterday? Yeah, now this one's not yeah. even like bad in anything like that kind of way. I, I mean, it like is we were, bad. I felt we were, we helped a relationship yesterday at the bar, and then your potential cute relationship crumbled at the same time. Well, so, I, I get again, on my Bumble profile, it's always honest. Uh, married, open marriage, blah, blah, blah. 
and uh, a young lady swipe right on me. Now, when I say young lady, we do not age discriminate. We do really look for you to be 21 or over because we like, we, we, honestly, now I know you're hitting it off with the one guy and he doesn't drink, but he was happy to go to the bar with you. Well, he was over 21. Yeah, no, but he was happy to go there with you. Oh, yeah. And we would prefer when we're looking for someone that is, has similar interests. Babe, I told you, I talked to this girl for a week nonstop. I know. She was literally like mini you. I know. I think the one problem was she was only 22. So I'm going to tell the listeners real fast that this is where I kind of got an inclination that she was going to be problematic. Okay. What was it? This past weekend, I think it was Friday. It was Friday because I was supposed to be going out and like things kind of fell through a little bit. Actually, now that you say that, then I must have been talking to her for almost two weeks. Well, because remember, my guy wasn't feeling well and I respected the fact he was like, look, not saying it's COVID. I just haven't been feeling well, and I don't want to take a chance of getting you sick. Can we plan out for, like, three or, like, a month or whatever? Like, he wants to give that time. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, thank you for telling me and not just pushing through and possibly getting me sick. Long story short, this girl basically was like, um, I'm going out with my friends, uh, and we're going to get drunk. And then she was kind of texting you throughout the night going, oh, baby, would you pick me up if I really needed you? And at first you did say, you were like, Possibly, but, you know, I'm really tired today and I, I was going, you know, I, I did some things that, and I already started drinking. So, yeah, I'd have to stop drinking, but I'm hanging out like with my wife. And she blew your phone up at 2.30 in the morning to come pick her up and say like, hey, because we fell asleep at like midnight and you said you woke up to go to the bathroom, you checked your phone, you had like 30 some messages from this girl. And you text her back and you're it like, hey. It was a typical like, hello? Yeah. You there? Hello? <laughs> like, Can you pick me up? Did hello? you get home safe? And she was like, I don't understand why you didn't come pick me up. And you were like, I didn't guarantee it. I told you. I already told you. A, I'm drinking. B, I'm tired. I uh, Like if you told me earlier, I would have planned my day better. But she literally texted you while she was out. And she was like, LOL, K. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. This girl. I know. And then I'm like, you know what? She's, know. Been, she's been drinking. We've all had our moments. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, hold it against her. So then she didn't text you at all the next day. No, she you. did. She canceled on me, remember? Yeah, but she said you, she had, wasn't you had feel- to text she her. She said no. No, she said she wasn't feeling well. But you had to text her at uh, noon. I don't, I don't remember who texted her. Oh, uh, whatever. But yeah, she said she wasn't feeling well because she was super hungover, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I did text her. I said her because I said hi. Yeah. And then she didn't answer. And you said, so are we not going? Are you canceling my date simply because I was tired and didn't pick you up? Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry. But then she did like the whole flirty thing. Like, no, not at all. We're cool. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. So we're out yesterday. And so you guys keep continuing. But you guys haven't really rescheduled your date. And And I will say the talking got a lot less. So that's why I I felt like something was up. Well, so she sent you a text yesterday and she goes, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm out at happy hour hanging out with some of our friends. And she was like, really? You're out at happy hour? You're out at the bar? And you were like, yeah. And she all of a sudden goes into this whole, look, I think you're great and all, but I think you're just a little too too busy, too busy for me. And you were like, "Uh, you're the one that hasn't rescheduled the date. And then she kind of went into this whole, like, it's, you know, I just don't think it's going to work. And you were like. And then all of a sudden, you know, you already knew I was married and already knew that that was the situation. Pulled out the, well, I just think it's a little weird. You think it's weird two weeks later? 
Yes, and then uh, I think like, she also pulled the age card too. She's just like, I think you just might be a little too, too older for me. And you were like, you literally said in your Bumble profile that you wanted someone mature and older who had their shit you, together. And when, we talk, you were, and when we talked about it, she said, I like older men. Yes. So twenty-two-year-old ended things, and you were like, you ended it very nice, but she I like. She said I had jab. too much responsibility. That's it. Yes. I'm like, okay. and we were like, okay. So you ended up great. You're like, well, this too much responsibility is the best thing that you could ever had <laughs> type of thing. I get your frustration level at that moment. Plus you had had some beer, but it's like, you know, you, you guys ended it amicably, but it was like, I wonder, I'm starting I to wonder if the younger people are not for us because I've had the same problems with the younger guys who they might not be like that, like how she was. But they're 100%. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to treat me type of thing. Well, yeah, because they're immature. They don't understand how to uh, be responsible in life. And and actually, you know, a relationship is still responsibility. Exactly. So even if she wanted, you know, this whole relationship thing. I got thing, for the mute button, man. Even if she wanted this whole, like, relationship thing, it is a, it's responsibility. Yes, but, having a relationship is responsibility. No. Having a relationship with a married man is even more responsibility because you have to understand that my life comes with other things. Exactly. And if you're not okay with that, then you're not okay with me. So I'm just going to sit there and, and throw that out there that while my, it age, was fun limit, while while my age minimum is 21... I'm not going to be going right away for the younger. Hey, we had some good dirty talk, though. I know. Listen, it was a little bit of a cut queen. I mean, when you read some of them back to me. And at first, I was like, oh, you should go get her. You know, you should go pick her (laughs) up. I was like, I'm out of it now. You know, maybe something will happen, and then you can cuck me. But she's like, she wanted me to pick her up, take her all the way home, which was all the way on the other side of the world, and then in the morning, go get her to take her back to her car. And what? that's what kind of started. Tell the, her to put her big girl panties on. Call an and Uber. You know what? Call fucking Uber. You want to ride back to your car? Sure. I'll go pick you up. That in the would be great. You guys could have went to breakfast. Exactly. See, you're a good slut. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. <laughs> I'm a very good slut. My pussy tells me that all the time. Let yours talk to you? Yeah. We have pep talks. Oh, yeah. When I go on a date, I go, all right, listen, you're going to squirt and be nice and tight. You're going to be nice and tight. You're going to cream on that dick like you've never creamed before. And we got this. <laughs> uh, please do. Please let that happen. Um, oh, shit. Listen, uh, if a female tells you she's never pep talk her vagina, I, even if it's in her own head, like, all right, that dick looks huge, but we got this. We've been training for this. <laughs> if you've seen her dildos, you would not. You, uh, would, you would totally agree with that. She's definitely prepping for <laughs> My pussy is definitely prepped for the giant ultimate. giant hung one. Yeah. I would. I was about to compare it to someone. We, we don't use his name anymore since he's, you know, he likes to sexually assault porn stars, so... Oh, God, yeah. Don't talk about his name. He, he's not worth our non-paid podcast. Which, can we please, for a moment, can Well, I have... do you want to X out the last two things we're going to talk about? And you can just rant a little bit? I want to rant, but the, what part of the thing, the whole sex worker thing? Yeah. I'm going to dive a little bit into that, but not okay, that. and I'm going to leave the other one out. I'm going to rant about something. Isn't it funny? I think we talked about this last time, but I just want to bring it up again. Because I actually have nice conversations I don't... with steak and tequila. Um, keep talking about. I'm gonna look I love, love, love Mr. Steak and Miss Tequila. Mrs. Tequila. Sorry. Um, 
we love what they stand for. We might not always agree on certain things, but that's like, I know that I can get into a nice debate with uh, steak and tequila and no names are going to be called. No one's going to sit there and say anything like that. We're going to just have a nice debate where each side is going to say their their piece and then it's done, you know. But nine times out of ten, steak and tequila are very much right, in my personal opinion, on everything. Well, <laughs> on everything. Well, like what they post about, I mean. Oh, I'm going yeah, to say with us. Oh, no, we going back and forth. Steak and tequila shared and they remembered it back in January when we what I was not keep going oh hey girl uh, when we uh directing. when we um posted about the whole Ron Jeremy why he wasn't invited to the AVNs and the whole magazine that we don't speak about you know had them at their awards show and I said no offense to the magazine this was no offense to the magazine but what did nobody's like ears or like or minds like perk up and really critically think how come the biggest male porn star known to man is not at the AVN convention? That would have been a red flag for me right, right. away. What's going on? Right. I Googled and saw wh- that he had gotten kicked out now, the year before. It was only um, it, not rumors, but it was only allegations at that time. Allegations. Well, but, now he's been like indicted on just like ugh, so many, like the, 20 more women came through. The fact forward. that there were allegations and the fact that the biggest porn convention in the world was saying no to him. Yes. That is a red flag right away. I'm sorry. And if the allegations come out and it's not true, then everyone should roll the red carpet out for you. But yes. until then, you have to stay away with a 10 But this pole. was my whole point. The magazine just wants, they, they, in they my get, opinion, they, they want it to be big and they didn't care. That's what that was my whole point. So, but anyway, it came out that he was indicted because at the time it was just allegations. And they said, Everyone remember when Swinging Along, you know, brought this up and everyone was real quick to either keep their mouth shut or they tried to counter it and make Swinging Along look bad. We remember and they shared the article of him being indicted. Not one fucking person other than myself and I think like listeners commented on that Twitter post. So when everybody came at me. Front porch swingers. Oh, yep. we we're naming Put names. it out there. Oh, shit. They were one of the big ones who came full-fledged attack Should have mode. apologized. That's all. Oh, we'll never get an apology from front porch swingers because they're just, you know, just whatever. Uh, I'm not going to say what I really want to say on that because that would be really, you know, it's going to just start like whatever. Uh, but when they sat there and they came at us for attacking the magazine and I basically said, we all preach consent. God forbid one of us podcasters, which I would never, ever wish on anybody, was fucking physically assaulted at a lifestyle event. We would be talking about it because it should be like, you don't want that to happen. That's not what we're for. You invited someone to a lifestyle event who had so many allegations out there. You should have did better research. Exactly. You could have put Google. someone in harm's way with that. Exactly. So just say, holy shit. You know what? Swing along. You guys are right. We apologize. <laughs> we just want to hear we're no right. No one wants to say it because we are. And I get it. <laughs> it's all good. So, but we're no, u- but we're used to being right, but not getting credit. But that was also the biggest thing. It's just allegations that these men. Well, guess what? He's been indicted now. So, and he's in prison. Exactly. So, take, take a look at the track record. Where are the. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, the guy that hung himself. Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. They were all allegations as well at one point. And now look at them. Look. Look, 
to each his own at this point, but I was bringing that up and <laughs> because I forget like why we were talking about it, but I, I, I truly appreciate it. I don't remember either because we got off of M there and then you just went into it. Oh, yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember why I did that. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't remember. Anyway, um, so we were, we're going to kind of – we are going to have certain segments coming up where we're going to be chatting with – um, fellow sex workers that are in the industry and kind of telling their story. And I'm actually in a huge retweet group and a chat with these girls. And a lot of these girls are in the lifestyle with their husbands or as single women. The, just the fact that what they do, though, um, along the lines of what you do as well with the camming and the OnlyFans and all that, which, uh, baby, I am full crediting you for pioneering camming and OnlyFans and all that stuff as a swinger. You know a, what? Out in the public swinger. How about that? That is what I want because you know what? Or that's I appreciate that because you know what? I'm sure there's a swinger out. Like you said, a lot of them are in a lifestyle as well, and I'm sure they well, do. They don't promote but it. You openly public talk about not only your open marriage and your swinging lifestyle, but you're also, I guess it's considered sex work, right? Cam in and all that. If you have an OnlyFans, you're a sex worker. Okay. So, and as well as promoting your sex work. So, yes. you, to me, pioneered being open and honest about that. And <gasps> I appreciate you saying that because here's my last Venn session here. The market is completely saturated right now. It, it is. is you have to fucking work your ass off because you know what? Especially COVID with COVID. didn't help either. Exactly. You know, women were seeing that they could sell we, panties or sell a picture of their tits and you, stuff like that. You couldn't find a webcam that wasn't five times the price. You couldn't find a microphone that wasn't five times the price. Right. Or they were just sold out nonstop. I guess I'm just, I hate right now that, that there are certain people that are lifestyle influencers who are... I, I think it's great that so many podcasters have OnlyFans now. It's kind of like Patreon, right? But Patreon then said you can't post any nudity and stuff like that. And people were getting their accounts banned. Now you have OnlyFans. That's great. I think it's great that you want to market yourself. But when people start giving out false information on these sites or about these sites, or now you're like starting to cam on Chatterbait and things like that. I hate, I feel like it almost is like, it's not as easy as you think it is. I have to fucking grind every day to compete against thousands and thousands of other models that are online at that moment. I'm also a BBW, so I have to compete even more. And I'm older. I have to compete and, and even more. It's not a shot at them, but there's no secret no, that your exactly. hard, hardest competition, for the most part, where you have to work a little harder, you got to grind a little more, you got to be a little more creative and a little more uh, unique. Which, wait till your OnlyFans blows up. Yeah, there's some of the fun we had this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, but I'm saying, you're like, you, you could be 21, 18. 18 is the legal age for it. You yeah. could be 18 and 110 pounds and great smile, beautiful hair, everything. And you could hop on and you could probably do really well just from being there. Just from sitting there, yes. Yeah. I have to work extra hard. I have to be very creative. But here's the thing. There's certain lifestyle influencers who I get it. They're going that route and whatnot. And the thing is, is that you can't just rely on the fact that you had a large following from your from your your podcast. You can't just rely on that you have a large following on Twitter. You still have to put the work in. But the fact that you're making it like the fact that certain people just transitioned into it and said, man, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. It kind of is a shot in my face a little bit. It's slapped my face, not you, a shot. It's slapped so? my face. I think so. I think the fact that certain people are like creating blogs on how to do this and they've been in the industry for three months. Okay. Why don't you write the blog on when a guy 
can sit there and exchange a show for you to purchase something off your wish list. And then he immediately retracts that item once he's had his free Skype show with you. How about uh, you want to give free advice? We learned this not the hard way because you got lucky. You didn't really give too much for it. But we found out that uh, people can act like they bought your we're talking about that. Yeah, the wish this list is items. yeah. You can when you bought when you look at someone's Amazon wish list, you can actually choose purchase this, but through a third party. Exactly, and we knew it felt like it was too good to be true, but we played along for a couple of days. You did, yeah, just to see. But this guy claimed he paid for like what, like twelve hundred dollars worth of items on there. Yeah, and he wanted a really taboo, fetishy Skype session with me. But luckily, I I had a good head on my shoulders. But I hear all these stories. You go on Reddit and all these like support groups and the support groups I'm in. You hear horror stories of girls who are like, "Hey, uh, I did the show and the items never arrived, and Amazon's telling me that it wasn't purchased directly off my wish list. That they said that they purchased it through a third party. Luckily, I had a good head on my shoulders to be like this dude bought twelve hundred dollars worth of stuff I, I kept telling him i have to wait for it to arrive i have to exactly. wait for it to arrive or even for it to say shipped yes and then you have girls that while you should never use paypal as a sex worker because paypal is completely anti-sex worker people can i mean they all kind of are you got banned on venmo back. people can charge back on that venmo is not very sex worker if you put something inappropriate in the tip note they're gonna charge back on you and they're gonna disable your account because i think what you're getting at here is how can you put out a blog about the do's and don'ts and what you should expect as a sex worker when you just started doing it and you don't know all the ins and outs and all the do's and don'ts? You've learned the hard way a few times along the way. I think – and People have to send me Venmo. <laughs> people are going to think that I'm shit-talking on certain podcasts. No. Here's the thing. I'm really not. And I want, I want our listeners to actually hear this – like the sincerity of my voice and the podcasters who people are probably going to like direct them to our podcast and tell them, Oh, they're talking shit on you. I want you to hear the sincerity in my voice right now. I 110% support you wanting to go on that venture. The more slut positive people that we have out there, you know, the more that we're getting the name out there of how sex work, all types of sex work should become legal. We already said that I'm pro brothels, you know, like we've talked about this before in the past. But please stop making it sound like it's so easy and please stop writing these advice columns when you really don't know and you are giving out wrong information. No, you cannot sell panties on OnlyFans. It's not allowed. You cannot sell items on, on OnlyFans like that. You, you just you can't and stuff like that because I do pussy pops and I do panties and it's like I can't promote that on OnlyFans and there's other things out there that people are promoting that you can do you can't do certain fetishes on OnlyFans people are, are into golden showers and they say that they do their their fetishes on OnlyFans if you get caught doing that you're losing your entire account now what if someone is listening or reading your blog and you're putting that out there she creates an OnlyFans and she's like well we all know the, the, the biggest money out there is for fetishes. And I'm going to put a golden shower there. And now she's gets lost. Banned. Gets banned. And you know what? Let's put out the fucking struggles out there. Is it glamorous what I do? Fuck no. But guess what? An ER nurse, it's not glamorous at all. You know, a corporate. Do, uh, do you love what you do? I fucking love well, what I do. That's all that fucking matters. But then. this is why I'm so passionate about it. I think that. Uh, in, unless you sat on Chatterbait for two hours and received only five hours worth of tips because it's a slow fucking day, you have to think of it as like car car salesmanship. 
you might not sell a car on day one or day two, but you might sell two on day three. And now you've got five grand coming in for your paycheck. You know what I mean? Now it's, Man, it's I'm about not to like, go be a car salesman. It's not like that. But I'm saying like, Shit. I, I make a decent amount daily, but some days I have to work nine hours compared to four or five. I'm constantly having to build my Twitter brand, take pictures, make, create content. I, I've gone on so many people's uh, OnlyFans and it, even though I'm not subscribed, it can tell me how many pictures and videos that you have and how many likes you have, right? Yeah. So a lot of content creators out there that are in our lifestyle have 20 videos, maybe 30 pictures. I'm throwing one example out there. I'm not saying that that's everybody. No, I, under, I understand. I have 120 videos. <laughs> I have probably two or 300 pictures. It's just the daily commitment to it. I can hear by the elevation in your voice that this hits a nerve. It, it, I don't know why it does. I don't, and I, I don't know why either. Because fuck them. I'm the same. Like, I, I, just, I, would I love feel to like give... it's undermining me. I feel like it's not undermining me. No, it's not. It's not you didn't start no, it. No, it's not undermining I know. That's why I, that was the wrong word. I'm saying I feel like. No one talked about sex work when we go, like everyone knew everyone in the podcast universe and this lifestyle knows that what Karen does for a living. They know that I'm on Chatterbait. They know I'm on my free cams. They know I have an OnlyFans. They know I'm on many vids. They know all this stuff. I went to fucking Exotica for it and was chosen to go. We went to Vegas for the AVN convention because I was chosen to go. No one wants to talk about it. Well, they weren't doing it. The only thing I would say is I hate that people come off like they're fucking experts at it. When that's, you just started fucking doing it. You are not an expert at it. Hell, Karen's not an expert at it yet. No. And I've been doing this for a year and a half. A year and a half. Stop going out there acting like you know everything and you're an expert. And you know what? I'm not surprised. And this is going to come off bad. And I think we're going to end this one here <laughs> with this. Um, I really want to do the next one as well. Same. But uh, we're gonna. I think we're going to end it with this. But... These same people come off as their experts in relationships. They come off as their experts in swinging. Like, they think they just know it all. Yeah. And it is what it is. You're never going to <laughs> change a person that... Does, like, if you're acting like you're an expert in every aspect of your life... I know. Then you're always going to think you're an expert no matter what it is, when it is. Who knows? They could probably go out there and throw a touchdown pass as well to Tom <laughs> well, let's Brady. let's see. A year and a half of us doing this podcast, you think I learned. But no, I will say it's it, it just... I guess because I don't know why I wouldn't want credit though. I just don't want people no, I don't going want out credit. there. I, I think it's I think it's just the fact that now you want to talk about it. But are you consulting with other people who are more experienced in it? I just don't want people. Or going are you out just there. acting that you because of because of your positive experiences or your experience? You know, and I'm happy. I'm ha and this is where I the sincerity. I'm happy that these people haven't had negative experiences. And you want to know why they haven't had negative experiences? Because they don't do it every day and. They, while they are sex workers, they're even not full-time they, sex workers. Even if they workers. claim that they're doing it for a living, um, assuming there's another half that still makes money in the household, where you are the primary breadwinner for us. I make money part-time doing some other things, but you yeah. are the... I was going to... Man, I can't think of the word. Never mind. You're the breadwinner, basically. And, and whatnot. So I just hate... Like, don't spend... Don't spend. Don't spread false narrative. You don't fully, truly know. No. What it's like until you invest a good amount of time into it. Six months at least. Yeah. To maybe have an idea of how the the negatives that can really build up. I mean, I've had to, and this is not a, a, an attack at you. 
and this might show your vulnerable side a little bit. I know you come off real tough and badass. I think but I've cried I've, a few times I've on this had podcast. to console you a few times on like where you just had like some bad individuals in your room or a, just a bad day in general and yeah. you start to like question it and i have to like babe this is how it is yeah like unless you're that unless you're fucking already super fucking famous like some chick that we uh hate together um <laughs> wait what, what, what did she say today it's not you can't sue me for talking shit or whatever <laughs> oh trisha paytas yeah. yeah you can't sue me for talking unless you're super she's like fucking- if you're a, if you're a public figure you can't sue me for for my opinion on you because you're a public yeah. figure i was like oh but dear god like <laughs> like someone like her who hopped on OnlyFans with already m- millions of followers on youtube yeah and that's why it was no problem for her it's like the bella hadid thing or bella hadid uh, it's not bella, it's bella thorne bella thorne sorry yeah, bella thorne hopped <laughs> on and she also lied to people and misled she them. She did, but which is why up. OnlyFans had to, like, you know, that kind of fucked it up for a lot of us, too. So there's there's way worse people out there uh, no, with this. No, absolutely. But, like, you're not going to, like, those two, they already have a huge fucking following. Right. That they were going to be able to hop on and they were going to do well no matter what. When last week was one of the times you had to console me because I, and I, I hope that I'm kind of getting something started with Chatterbait. There's other, um, there's other websites like Strip Chat where you can't even say certain words in the chat. Even if you type it out, Strip Chat removes it. You know, it just looks like a blight, like someone's like mistalking. I was right? like my naughty text you and words of friend. Yes. <laughs> um, but last week, someone in my chatterbait had like 23 screen names I kept blocking because he was being really crude about my weight, right? And basically saying, you know, well, you know, but, you know, the whole whale thing, blah, blah, blah right? And then he came back in and he said, listen up, bitch. Stop blocking me. You know what? You need to get gang raped and taught a lesson. And I hope that your pussy gets destroyed and that you almost die from being raped. And I was so in shock because I can handle, I can handle when people make certain comments, I've never understood why they make comments on there. Because of, why are you even in? Because the, why, they're, they're trolls. I get it. They're trolls, and, and that's like, some people get off. They on get off on being dicks, right? So I'm sitting there, and I had to log off after I blocked that screen name, and I had to sit back in my chair. And in my head, I'm going, there's actual people out there in this world that have this mindset. Yep. If you typed it out, you've thought it, yep. obviously. And and bad you people. know what? These are things that unless you are doing it as much as girls like me do it, I'm not just saying it's just me, it's other girls. You don't know the type of mental stiffness that you have to have. You have to truly have thick skin. And even the thick skin of us, which I'm pretty thick skinned, it they every now and then, every once in a while, someone just takes a sledgehammer to your wall. And they, they get a little crack in there. Yeah, it happens. And every once in a while, someone does get through the barrier. Yeah. And with something they say. But you've learned to recover quickly from it. And not to completely let you tear you down and ruin like ruin your whole day. Uh, but you still do have your moments where you're very vulnerable. And I just whatnot. have to walk away. And I walk away for an hour and I... I it is what it is. And that's yeah. just like the... That's the very prime example of the downs on um, doing it. And... Uh, you know, and actually, I think a specific podcaster, I believe, is doing it, um, had some hate comments directed towards her. 
and we're not going to name her, or we're not going to name the comments. Yeah, I know. She had some and, some hate comments and, directed. And we don't ever agree with stuff like that. That's yeah. fucking terrible. Whoever said those things can fuck off in my eyes. There's no but need to. But you're going yeah. to, and this is when, you try, when people try to give like the, I know what to do, and come here for advice. You can't until you actually experience it and live it. And those comments may pop up multiple times if you're doing that. And it is what it is. Right. No, I, I hear you. Yeah. And when I saw that post on, on Twitter, my heart went out to her because I I get it. Like, sometimes seeing those comments, you know, <laughs> People it's just, talk shit about us all the time. Yeah, maybe we're a little <laughs> bit more immune to it, I think. But that's also because we, we knew when we decided to be a little bit more controversial than most. We knew that we were you, – you had to sit down with me. You're like, Karen – if we're going to be honest about things and talk about things that might rub people the wrong way or other podcasts the wrong way or or certain things that people won't agree with, you have to be prepared for some of the comments or the ratings. Exactly. And stuff we like can't that. be that glass house. We got to understand that those stones are getting thrown back at us at times. And yeah. it is what it is. And we kind of live. Listen, hey, if we can convert hog guts, we can convert anyone. <laughs> we love hog guts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're going to wrap this one up here because we yes. are going to go. I'm going to refresh my cocktail. I think, I I think I'm ready for a shot. Use Let's the restroom and maybe pick at some food. And we'll be back. <laughs> well, we won't be back. Oh, I can't wait to go live one day. I know. We're going to gonna be. That. We're going to come back here to record another episode. We actually have taking. I, I know this one. This episode. I know everyone's dying for the sexy content, and that is we the just, next episode because we are diving into some hardcore kinks that Chris and I are recently exploring. Let's just say our life will never be the same. Our life is never going to be the same, honestly. And oh, we just had to catch up on some things with this episode. And uh, holy shit, I'm, I cannot wait to disclose what we've been doing and... Certain things have happened. Exactly. So for all you lucky listeners out there, when you're done listening to this one, that one will probably be uploaded as well. <laughs> so go enjoy it. But until next time, guys. Oh, wait. Wait, what? What are we doing? Guys, follow us on Twitter. Oh, fuck me. Yes. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at SwingingAlong69. You can add us on Instagram. At SwingingAlongPodcast. You can add us on Snapchat. At SwingingAlong69. Um, uh, you can go to our website and listen yeah. to our podcast at www.swingalong.com. There will be more up there eventually if she ever reaches out to our guy. And if you guys <laughs> ever want to follow on to my OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com forward slash double life wife one, the number one. So it's D O U B L E W I F E. Wait, shit. Wait, <laughs> double life wife, the number one. <laughs> so I'm just gonna do that. I totally skipped over, I think, oh life. So. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, guys. But no, yeah. And uh, I, Oh, my God. If they follow that, they're going to get a real taste of the next episode then. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I will say we'll, we we post a lot of the kinks on OnlyFans. So, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, check it out. And, uh, yeah. You have we, any emails? Or oh, you have email. any questions or yeah. comments? You can, you can email us at... Swinging along 69 at gmail.com. Yes, and until next time, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.